Hi campers, welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. And we are your counselors. Yeah. Um, I would like to clarify that we have no degrees. Um, not yet, at least. Yeah, and and the type of counseling we're doing is more like monitoring water gun fights. Yeah. Not, not saving marriages. Right, right. We'll You're take on you own. on a hike, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And you can work it out amongst yourselves. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much all we're qualified for. Um, mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah, psychologically speaking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Megan, how has your week been? Well... It's been really great because yeah. we're sharing a ceiling right now. <laughs> um, we're in the same room, and I can't believe it. It's dreams are coming true. Dreams are coming true, left and right. Yeah. In the words of Elizabeth McGuire, <laughs> <laughs> "This is what dreams are made of." Yeah. <laughs> she said it best. She did. She and Isabella. How have you been? Ditto. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, no, I've been great. Survived a snowstorm. Um, mm-hmm. Survived a plane ride during COVID. It's tough. It was tough. Survived eating um, Panda Express right before I got on the plane. <laughs> yeah, which is always a gamble. Yeah, always a gamble. High risk. Mediocre. reward. <laughs> But I like to live on the edge. That's right. When it comes to airplane that's, bathrooms. That's how we are. We're adrenaline junkies and there's nothing you can do about it. You can tell we're adrenaline junkies by the very defined prints of our butts I can see on the couch right now. <laughs> Where we have spent probably 30 cumulative hours this weekend. I'm going to blame it on the pandemic. Um, oh, Yeah. And just not think about what it would be like if there wasn't one going Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Um, It's not healthy. Uh -uh. We did go antiquing. Did we ever? Oh. What were some good things we found? Um, We found a lot of things that were haunted. Yeah, a lot of haunted things. There was a sign that says there's no business like money, bunny business. And that's true. I've never heard anyone argue that. I'm not going to argue it. I would never. (laughs) What was your favorite item we found at the antique store? Um, I think I'd have to look at my pictures that mm. I took. Um, oh, man, I liked just so many things. Um, well, I'm really excited for the the item I bought from the antique uh, hall. Yes. Um, which is a board game of whodunit. Mm-hmm. And it's old. Right. And I'm very excited. Yeah. It's like an off-brand Clue from probably the same era as Clue. <laughs> <laughs> just another Clue. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, just the generic version. Yeah, it's going to be so great. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, but also just lots of hauntings. Uh, yeah, we. I feel very haunted I right feel, now. I feel haunted. I'm going to need... At the very minimum, a seance, at the very most, an exorcism. I don't know what's kind of middle ground there. Yeah, on that spectrum of, of spiritual. Of to yeah. exorcism. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the middle. About that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, yeah. It's, it is Sunday. Maybe we can find some churches. 
to just give us some options. I just think if we, you know, get some sage mm. and just rid my house of whatever spirits we brought back with us. What about Nathan? Can you make us something with sage and brown butter for dinner? For dinner? That should <laughs> do the my, trick. That should do the trick. <laughs> That's my favorite combination. Yeah. Oh, we're doing pizza. I'm excited for that. Too. I am too. I love pizza. Um, <sighs> what else do we have? Any news? I don't know. Um, nope. Okay. That's it. That's everything. That's we did everything. it. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
brandchannel.com had a an article that I used. Great. Okay. Thank you, sponsors. Yes. <laughs> As a courtesy, we won't bill you for this. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so spam. Uh, as explained by the Hormel family, is a portmanteau of spiced ham. Some believe that SPAM is an acronym for shoulder of pork and ham. So no one really knows. Okay, that's not how acronyms work, though. The S from shoulder, the P from pork, and is given a letter in the acronym, and ham. That would be SPA. That's right. So the M from ham, I guess. That's a reach. That's a reach. It was first produced by Hormel in 1937 and of course became popular during World War II Mm -hmm. as Hormel was providing (laughs) as Hormel was providing 15 million cans of food to the Allied forces each week. Uh, Because of its use in World War II, Spam gained popularity not only in the United States, but in England and in many countries of the Asian Pacific as well. After the war, American soldiers were completely sick of eating Spam. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But the canned meat remained a culinary staple in the Asian Pacific and Hawaii. Um, the popularity of spam in Hawaii doesn't really have much to do with American GIs, but more so uh, because of the government restrictions that were unfairly placed on the population. So instead of forcibly evacuating and incarcerating Japanese inhabitants in Hawaii, like they did in mainland America, the American government enacted martial law in Hawaii. Oh, So... Due to scarcity of food, because of the fact that Japanese people who were living in Hawaii were no longer permitted to fish for the commercial fishing industry, Spam became a source of protein for the islanders. And I'd like to read a quote from this article so that we can all be very aware of how poorly Japanese Americans and the people of Hawaii were treated uh, during and following World War II. Great. Then I have some really bad news for you that I just looked up. Okay. This is also bad news. A lot of bad news. It's a different type of bad news. I can already tell. Okay. So here's the quote, and this is from uh, skylighters.org. Among the most intrusive incursions on freedom were a curfew and blackout that were instituted on the evening of December 7th. The army censored the press and temporarily closed Japanese language newspapers. Uh, They censored radio broadcasts and transmissions, long distance phone calls and cables and all civilian mail. The army permanently closed all Japanese language schools and temporarily closed the public schools, allowing them to reopen two months later with a four day week so children could work in plantation fields. Great. Practical. Hospitals and emergency facilities were under direct army control, as were food and liquor sales, parking and traffic, and prostitution. All civilians, except very small children, were registered and fingerprinted, and they were required to carry identification cards at all times. So, let's all be angry about Sit in that anger for a minute. I'm splashing around. (sighs) That's really. Yeah. 
and they don't teach that at all in high school history. So, you know, we're going to do our job to highlight it on this podcast. Yeah. What was the bad news you had for me? (laughs) So we're switching tone a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, Because when you're talking about uh, the importance of spam in World War II, Reminded mm-hmm. me of another food we know, Jello. Blech. And so I, real quick, real sneaky, did some googling. Okay. To see if spam ever meets Jello. Oh no! And I have some bad news for you. It does. It does. Ugh. Um. I. So. <laughs> Um, this is just some blog called the joys of jello. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows how there, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, and it starts off, this article starts off like this. You've tried Swedish meatballs. You've had Swedish fish. Maybe you've even tried lutefisk. Uh, but do you dare try the Swedish salad mold? Do you think Ikea would add it to their menu? According to Facebook, my actual nationality is Swedish. That's not what Facebook is for. According uh, to Facebook? <laughs> you're, you're using it wrong. Therefore, I should think this salad looks like a tasty treat. Also, not how nationality works. Uh, but even though I enjoy a great many unfortunate food combinations, <laughs> I don't think I'd eat this. Even if Bill Cosby came personally and offered it to me. This was uh, I think that's in 2009. And especially <laughs> yeah. if Bill Cosby. Um, isn't it amazing how Jell-O can be made into so many different food groups? Jell-O can be a fruit, a vegetable, dairy, and yes, even a main dish with meat. Can it? <laughs> and this is what you get when you mix all the American flavor of Spam with gelatin. So, thank you, the Swedish. Wow. Um. I, I'm going to make a statement here. Okay. I don't understand the Swedish palate. I agree. Okay. I, I applaud their furniture. Great job. I applaud their way of living. Oh. Their women's rights. I mean, hats off. Yeah. But. Yeah. But there's no perfect society. (laughs) That's true. And thank you for illustrating that. Yeah. Sweden. Thank you, Sweden. Um, anyway, sorry for that, uh, slight derailment. It was necessary. It was necessary. A real palate cleanser. In a way, sure. (laughs) The Spam Museum began in 1991, and back then it was known as the Hormel Foods First Century Museum. (laughs) Great. It's a real mouthful. Yeah. In 2001, Hormel opened a bigger and better Spam Museum. Wikipedia says this about the new location, <laughs> newer location. Okay. The 16,500 square foot space included a theater, historical displays, family activities and games, and a gift shop. The lobby of the museum featured a wall of spam with more than 3,300 spam cans. And for many years, the theater showed a short film entitled Spam, <laughs> a love story. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. I would watch it. I I would watch it. I would be angry the entire time. Who is falling in love in this movie? Jim. (laughs) Jim and Spam. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That one went over my head at first. I'm not going to lie. Okay. 
it, it wasn't my best work. No, it actually was very good. Oh, thank you. I just... It's just the SJ sound is hard to convey properly in the way. It's tough, yeah. It would be better on paper. It would be better on, on paper or in, like, Iceland. Sure. Don't, isn't that a combination they use a lot? They just put J's everywhere. Oh, They're they do. So they love J's. J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> In 2016, the Spam Museum moved to yet another location. Oh, my God. I know. This time in downtown Austin, Minnesota. 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 (laughs) I put that in there because I thought she's going to forget that this is not Texas. The the tour guides at the museum are known as Spambassadors. I'm so jealous that I didn't come up with that. They also give out spam for visitors to try, known as Spamples. Uh, I love it. I Is there an opening for really any job at the Spam Museum? Probably. Like that's, we'll look into we'll it. We'll look into it, yeah. yeah. At the museum, you can measure your height in Spam cans. Okay. That okay. answers a lot of questions that I have. And... Honestly, provides me with a few more. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Visitors can participate in canning spam in a mock assembly line, which sounds gross. Yeah. Remember yesterday when we were trying to find curtains for you? Uh I wish that we'd had just a giant vat of spam cans (laughs) so that we could measure things out properly. (laughs) Yeah, I could not find the tape measurer for a while, so that would have been really helpful. You know, you do what you can with what you've got. (laughs) It's called the American way. Yeah. What (laughs) length of curtains do you have in spam cans, preferably? (laughs) It's all we have. If my window is 40 cans of spam tall, (laughs) what size? Help me out with this mess. (laughs) You're just no good at it. Yeah. The museum features a World War II exhibit highlighting (laughs) highlighting the impact that the canned meat had during the war. You can learn about the ways that spam packaging has changed over the years, as well as spam's culinary presence around the globe. There are stations for different locations in the museum, such as Hawaii, Japan, China, South Korea, and more. The gift shop at the museum has a lot to offer. I some, can imagine. <laughs> some of my favorites uh, that I saw were spam can earrings. So they're like dangle earrings <laughs> with a little <laughs> spam dangling. Uh, a spam themed cornhole set. Very niche. Very niche. Very Midwest. Could not be more Midwest. I'm surprised that I've never seen a spam cornhole set. In the wild, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And a canjo. No. Which is a banjo (laughs) with a can of spam at the bottom where you strum. And I want one. I, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I have to wait so long until your next birthday. (laughs) (laughs) We can start doing half birthdays. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Spam's newest mascot, Sir Can-A-Lot. Not Sir Spam-A-Lot? Right. (sighs) Is, of course, a nod to Monty Python's (laughs) Spam-A-Lot. 
But I think Sir Canalot is a character in Spamalot or no? I've never seen Spamalot. I feel like they should have dibs on the Spamalot trademark. They should, but I'm sure it gets complicated with copyright. Each, <laughs> it'll come to you. Each year, the museum has around 115,000 visitors. Do that many people go to Minnesota on purpose every year? Um, no offense, guys, but what? Yeah, what's going what on else up there? Is there? Uh, and the museum has no entrance fee. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I read quite a bit of reviews for this museum. <laughs> so many of them were complimenting how the spam museum has handled the pandemic. Uh, supposedly, they've gone to great lengths to make sure visitors feel safe, such as temperature checks, uh, contact tracing measures, building occupancy measuring, and daily online museum tours. Hand spamatizer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was a groaner. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They have uh, modified tours available for people with sensitivities or disabilities, such as noise-canceling headphones and fidget toys. What if I just don't like to hear other people? That's a sensitivity, I think. Great. Here are some reviews for you. Ross on Facebook says... It's for spam fans or Hawaiians. <laughs> oh, Ross. Because I guess the two are mutually exclusive. Yeah, that's not, that's not how it works. But imagine feeling like you had to put on the internet that, like, the spam museum is for spam fans. It, every, it just will never cease to amaze me. How people do this every time. Every museum. Yeah. Oh, if you're going to go to this really niche museum about this very one specific thing. Be aware. Make sure you like that thing. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> That's the point. I'm so mad. Uh, no, I'm really mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leon gave it three stars and just wrote, not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> So much disappointment under the surface. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great, too, because on their website, they have a restaurants tab where they'll tell you places in America where they serve spam. So you can just look it up. Yeah. Yeah. You can Google it. It couldn't be easier. Couldn't be easier. (sighs) Jeff gave it one star. Oh, Jeff. Okay. Is it J or G? J. Do not repeat. Do not bring an RV to visit the store in Austin. Jeffrey, I'm I'm finished with you. Uh, Stop trying to bring your RV into everywhere. restaurant stores, yeah, or into like, museum stores. It doesn't fit. It's it doesn't fit. fit, dude. Yeah. Not every place can accommodate an a RV. Recreational vehicle. vehicle. We get it. You spend a lot of money to drive around. Yeah, we get it. You're retired, but we, come on. We get it. You're allowed to sleep in the Walmart parking lot for free. <laughs> yeah, go to the Walmart museum. Yeah, they love you there, probably. Probably. Yeah. 
There really weren't a ton of negative reviews for the Spam Museum. That's good. As it seems that children and adults alike enjoy their visits to the mystery meat mecca. I love using mecca. <laughs> I just love an alliteration. I and love an alliteration. I was really proud of myself for that one. I'm very proud of you, too. Thank you. I would have assumed that was like a quote. It was very well done. Thank you so much. The vibe that I got from all of the feedback that I read is that Hormel did a great job highlighting the history of spam and its impact on the world. It seems as though the employees love what they do and that the company treats them well. And I can't wait to visit this museum someday. I can't wait either. Let's go. Okay. And that was the Spam Museum of Austin, Minnesota. Amazing. I'm a little disappointed because I was trying to figure out a way to incorporate the first pun I thought of. Mm -hmm. Um, But weirdly enough, it didn't come up organically. I wanted to talk about a spamogram. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about it now. Yeah. Everyone get get checked. (laughs) You know what's funny is that my mind went to telegram. Oh. Not no. mammogram. No, it's, it's mammogram. Right. It's mammogram. It's mammogram. Nathan's <laughs> so upset with us. <laughs> a, a, a spamogram would just be two cans of spam squishing just your boobs squishing. Gross. Yeah, that is gross. <laughs> so sorry for that visual. <laughs> Yuck. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. Um, <laughs> just, this is our favorite thing to do. And we're so happy that anyone would listen to this malarkey. It is chaos. <laughs> it's chaos. But we're doing fine. We're doing amazing. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't speak for Nathan. Sure can. <laughs> okay. Cryptic. He's hard to read. He's hard to read. <laughs> you, should, you should try to give an opinion every once in a while, Nathan. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> campers, would you please, for the love of God, check us out on social media? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, would you please, for the love of God, have a great week or something? <laughs> That too. I mean, yeah, if you want. To. Have a great week. You're the master of your own fate. You uh, make it a great week. Yeah, that's right. Spampers. Spamp. <laughs> <laughs> this is a museum spamp. <laughs> We're your spamp counselors. Counselors. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Um... But yeah, check us out on social media. We are on literally every platform. Except, not every platform. Yeah, we're not on every platform. There are, there are a notable few that we are not the on. The main ones. Yeah, we're on we're on all the ones that your grandma's on. Plus yeah. probably a few more. Yeah. And your mom. And your mom. Yeah. At the museum camp. Mm-hmm. Um, email us uh, if you have a good spam recipe. I, I won't make it. I probably won't read it because... I'm freaked out by it, but I appreciate the effort. 
I think I might because, you know, it's been a long time since I tried spam. And I remember thinking, it's fine. <laughs> but I think I, I'm ready to get hurt again. Oh. You know, I might try spam again soon. Oh. Yeah. Um. So I'll keep you all posted on that. And uh, visit our website, themuseumcamp.com. Oh, and if you wouldn't mind spamming our Patreon with some <laughs> donations. <laughs> yeah. We would appreciate it. We would. We want to keep um, spamming your ears. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to stuff our podcast directly into your ears like some salted pork into a tin can. Yeah. And rate and review us. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind. If, although, here's my request. If it's a negative review, can you just email us first and give us that feedback privately? <laughs> give us a heads up. We're sensitive people. We are. Uh, and until then, we will see you all next time. Have a wonderful week. You're doing great, everyone. You're, do- you're all doing so good. Yeah. Stay. Spam me. I don't know. <laughs> I was really hoping that if I just freestyled it, something would come to me. Yeah. Like a really good sign-off catchphrase. Uh Uh-huh. Stay campy. (laughs) Yeah, it's got to be organic. Um, We'll get there. We will. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) See you later. Spam you later. (laughs) Can you use any of that? (laughs)